Blog Talk Radio. Satira Sierra Lewis. I call her the queen of time management. She has her hand in just about every part of the entertainment industry, and I am really excited to bring her story to you today so that you can learn more about things that maybe you haven't thought about before. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on this Friday afternoon. How are things in California? Uh, so far, so good. It's a bit sunny, which is good, that, but it's uh, a breeze. That's awesome. I'm jealous. It is freezing cold here. We just had our first snowstorm of the season yesterday, so it's like I would give any to be in the warm breeze in California. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I, I heard I have family down East Coast, so, yeah, they stuck in the snow as well. Yeah, we're all freezing. Okay, so let's start talking about the weather, and let's start talking about something much more interesting, which is you. So can you start by telling my audience a little bit about your background and everything that you do? Uh, Yeah, um, well, I've done some extra work uh, when I was younger, such like um, Touched by an Angel, the hit TV show at the time, Everwood, uh, Look of the Iris, Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Joan Hart. So I did several um, acting um, extra work. Uh, that led to modeling. And um, currently I am a production assistant, script supervisor, second assistant director. So I, I got my hands in a bit of everything. Um, also, I didn't mention in our uh, preview uh, interview was that I also uh, design, so I, I'm I'm dipping and dabbing in a lot of stuff here. Oh my! <laughs> well, let's get let's start with um your beginning. Okay, so let's start with the beginnings of your career with extra work. Where were you an extra? Like where were you living at that time? I was um living in uh, Utah. I'm originally from New York, so okay. my, yes, yes, Utah. That's where everything had started because um, okay. Touched by an Angel was the very first one I started my extra work in. Okay. So how did you, how old were you when you got started doing extra work? Uh, Twelve. Okay. And how did you say, did, like, did you go up to your parents and say, hey, Mom and Dad, you know what? I want to be an extra. Like, how did that transpire? How does a 12-year-old become an extra on what was, at the time, one of the biggest shows on television? Uh, Well, the crazy part was it started, um, they needed a church, and my parents' church at that time that I was attending was the church that they chose. And <laughs> so okay. then I, I was just like, oh, I really like doing this, and um, being the vibrant child that I was, it's like I I guess I uh, I caught their eye, so I was constantly, constantly on um, episodes of Touched by an Angel, 
um, and then Everwood um, came apart. Well, now I want to go back and rewatch and look for you in the episodes. So not you. Now, I mean, that's a lot of episodes I'm going to have to go through. So I, you may not hear from me for a couple months, but I think I'm going to have to like go binge watch Touched by an Angel now. That's awesome. So okay. Yeah, so I've been you, looking um, for those episodes too. <laughs> okay. Well, when I find them, I'll send you a text message to be like, "Look who I see!" Snap. There you are. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So you did a bunch of extra work in um, Utah. And then you moved to California. How did that transpire? Uh, that transpired um, after I came back from um, the modeling competition in Jamaica. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about let's talk about your modeling career then. I I, feel, I jumped like three steps. I'm so sorry. I'm so excited to talk to you. Like I'm <laughs> jumping all over the place here. Okay. So you did extra work, and then you got involved with the modeling competition. Tell us a little bit about, like, how does one become involved in such a thing? Um, well, after I've been, uh, I was seen as a future extra in um, Everwood in one of the episodes, um, a modeling talent manager, I should say, <laughs> uh, found <laughs> me. And um, okay. so in Atlanta, I got hit up. Uh, VA um, at that time, MySpace. Yes, I'm saying my age, you guys. <laughs> MySpace was hot, <laughs> and then Facebook came along. MySpace. <laughs> um, I got hit up, and it was like, "Hey, you know, um, we love your photos. We love what we see. Uh, would you be in, uh, like to be involved in a competition?" I was like, "Yeah, being a type of person, very trusting." I was like, yeah, no research at all. I'm like, okay, cool. What do I need? Passport, this and that. Now, at that time, my mom was supposed to go with me, but she didn't. So being a recent grad, I was like, okay, um, graduated from high school early. I'm going overseas for the first time. And um, this is a very interesting story because I tell this story all the time to young girls that's trying to get into the modern industry. And don't do research, you know, um, saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, being there for this competition, beautiful place to be, and um, I ended up being a victim of rape. Um, the the head photographer was the rapist, and um, getting back to the States, I found out I was pregnant. And, okay. um I lost a child, but uh, that also came apart that other girls that was in this competition from previous, he did the same thing to. So it ended up being like a cycle. So So, so that that transpired and pushed me back. Okay. So I have a question. Like, since you're talking about research, um, was there evidence online, or how how would research have helped you to know about this man? Just, um, just because I'm well, sure that we have a lot of people that are really new to the industry that listen to the podcast. So, can you help me? Like, how would like what kind of research do you wish you would have done that would have helped you to know? Okay, this guy is not someone that I actually want to work with. 
Well, the um, research I um, I should have did was on the company, uh, the people that was running the competition, because they okay. can continue hiring this guy. So when I looked him up, he was a well-known celebrity photographer. Okay, so he did a lot of mm-hmm. hip hop artists <laughs> photography work. Okay, and um, I was like, well, you would not think that he would do this. Two young women, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people will portray that. So you have to do a deeper research as far as okay, talk to people that have dealt with him. Um, Steve, other girls that have done this those competitions, like this, this is research I should have did, but because mm-hmm. I was so eager to be in in the business, I didn't do that. Okay. Well, I'm. Yes. I'm- very sorry that you had that experience. I mean, I, I'm sorry doesn't cover the trauma of that, obviously. But I just, um, I'm just, I, I'm so sorry that you had that experience. I mean, that's not something that anyone should ever go through, and that's not something that we would ever want someone to go through. So, thank you for sharing that part of your story. And if you're listening to the podcast and you are a young woman or a young man. Just really make sure that you do your research. Don't jump to any opportunity that's given to you. Make sure you do your research and make sure that it's someone that you want to work with because you don't have to take all the opportunities that are handed to you. So that was like that's a really it, important thing to um, to keep in mind. Yes, exactly. You don't want to just jump into anything that sounds good because everything that's good that sounds good ain't good. Yeah, so that's, that's one of that's the so big true. major things with the industry. Period. That's even with acting, um, acting jobs, uh, auditions. You know, um, that's what I love about uh, Alicia. I always say her name wrong. I guess. <laughs> but, um, it's okay. It's I, Alicia. I it's okay. So, yeah, um, I love about her because she gives you tips and she gives you information that you need. These are the things that you need to do. Take it slow. Take your time for the simple reason because there's so many people out there that's trying to do this stuff, acting, modeling, singing and stuff. And you hear it, me being behind the scenes as a production assistant script supervisor, we hear this, those stories too. Uh, yeah, um, sure. On sets, like just the trauma on certain things uh, that some of these actors go through to try to get to where they are now. Like, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's really crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, oh, I mean, I it's, know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so. no, I mean, it's something that's very prevalent in the industry, and you would think that, um, I know that you were pre-Harvey Weinstein, but you would think that in a post-Harvey Weinstein world, people would be more aware, but you would be amazed at the stories that I hear even today that I'm like, um, have you ever heard of this guy? So, like, it's just really important to be be careful, and if it doesn't feel right, then don't do it. Like, you don't have to take – you don't have to give up your give up of yourself to get ahead in this industry. So yep. thank you for sharing that part of your story. That's something that we have not ever talked about on the show, so thank you so much. So let's – 
So you went through this this trauma, I mean, a trauma that no one should ever have to experience. How did you overcome that? How did you overcome that? And, like, how did you keep going and be like, you know what, that sucks part of my story now, but now this is what I want to do and I'm still going to keep pushing forward. How, like, how do you do that? Um, well, being, I've always been an optimistic individual and, um, I tried to not always, uh, it was, it was hard. Don't get me wrong. It was really hard. It took me a long time because I had stopped modeling period at a period of time, but it took my godmother, um, to really to have a good support system, it took her because she was a victim when she was a kid. So when she has a book out, I read her book, and that made me like just go through the process. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to be a survivor okay. from that. And I'm going to tell my story in regards to telling young ladies, hey, you got to be careful out there because um, mm-hmm. everybody that's a photographer or trying to be a manager is not. Yeah, um, that's so true. So before and, before we go forward, what is your aunt's name and what's the name of her book so people can check it out? Um, it's her name is Alicia. <laughs> as well, it's A as an apple, L I C I A. Um, D Norton. Her book is called Girlfriend. Can we talk? Okay, that's awesome. And, I definitely yeah. want to check that out. Yes, yes, and she's coming. Um, she's working on her second book. Um, as well, and I just actually be uh, I was working on her uh, documentary last year, okay. so we're still in pre-production. Uh, we're still um, in production on that. Um, awesome. Because we found one of her uh, teachers that she mentions in the book, so we found her teacher. So we're going to be interviewing the teacher soon. Um, awesome. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, get back to your story. So your godmother says, okay, look, don't be a victim. You read her book, and now how do we get to California? She was like, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you can come out here and uh, pursue your dream. Uh, there, you know, L.A. County. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So what I did, <laughs> I just packed up and left. I packed up and just, I was gone. And when my family found out, uh, and it was like, you really left? Yes, I had to leave. I need to start a brand new. Um, I don't care. I'm just going to go out there and do it because this is not going to stop me. I was that child like, no, I'm not going to let this weigh me down. I'm going to keep going. Because if I don't do it, I'm going to be upset. I'm not going to be one of those mm-hmm. people that could have, you know, that will that should be there. Die in my grave, and I never did my drink. No. Mm-mm. I refuse to be one of those. Awesome. <laughs> I kept continuing. I went to agencies, and that's when I found out that I was too short. <laughs> I was too short, but I was very blunt as well, like straightforward. I'm not going to be a certain way that you want me to be, and I'm killing myself of trying to be that certain way. No, you're going to take me as okay. I am. If you can't do that, there's more agencies out there that I know will see me some way or somehow. Okay. 
That's awesome. I mean, the thing is, um, this weekend in New York, we had some of the top um, casting agents from modeling agencies, and the common theme of the whole weekend was them telling everyone in the audience how inclusive the industry is now. We're not, they're not just looking for like the five foot eleven, blonde haired, blue eyed, really super skinny girl anymore. They're looking for the industry is inclusive. You may not be able to walk a runway for um, Fashion Week in New York, but the thing is, is the modeling industry and the um, entertainment industry as a whole is now so much more inclusive. They want everyone. It's not just like the, again, like the blonde hair, blue eyed girl. They want everyone. Mm -hmm. So you're actually in the perfect time to be in the modeling industry. Yes, and I love that. Yeah, yeah that's I awesome. love it that they, they made that change because it was very hard um, in the 90s, you know, late 90s, going to 2000s. It was very hard because it was really strict on a certain size and a certain look. And yeah. now that the, you know, plus size is coming in, I'm like, yeah, my plus size girls are working it. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. excited that they're just open for everyone now. Yeah, that's so. That's awesome. So, so aside from like modeling and acting, you also went to film school. Tell me about that. Oh my goodness! Oh, film school is there's uh, so much to cover with you. I feel like you should be a series <laughs> instead of one episode. But we're trying to get like all the teasers into one episode here. Right. So, um, full, I went to I went to Full Sail University, and I'm a recent graduate. Yay! Woo! It was, wasn't Congratulations. Sure. it was a struggle. Oh, my <laughs> God, it was a struggle. But um, it was very interesting. Um, I was that, that student that a lot of professors was like, try to put me in the box. And I literally would tell them straight up, don't put me in the box because I don't, I don't have a box. Mm-hmm. I'm a creative individual, so you can't put me in a certain way and make me think your way is not going to work. <laughs> it's tef- definitely like I would get ex- assignments and I would do something totally opposite. <laughs> okay. And and they would literally be like, okay, that's that's not what we asked for. I know. That's not what you asked for. I I know what I read because I was an online student. So I was like, I'm not going to be simple. I'm going to make it different and I'm going to challenge myself because I like mm-hmm. to challenge myself. And. Yeah. That's that's what made me stand out with the professors because at the end, um, you have to have a crew, and uh, we had a certain assignment, and I had no crew at all. So I had to do a five-minute short film by myself. The crew built out, and they were shocked. As my final grade, it was like, this is you? You did this by yourself? Yes. I was a director. I was the lighting crew. I was the production assistant. I was the script supervisor. I was the screenwriter. Like, I was all those positions by myself, and I shot Jeez. it in three days. I mean, I don't even know what half of those things are, but that sounds like an insane number of hats for one person to wear and get everything done in three days. Yes, you had to get it done in three days, because that was uh, the main assignment, get it done in three days. And um, get it edited, pre-edited, and then for your final, final grade, the final edit. And most most of the time, team no sleep. 
I want everybody to hashtag that team no sleep because when you're editing, you're not sleeping. No sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, if not you're like you're doing team, everything I'm a in three days. Yeah, I'm a perfectionist. So I'm like, ooh, I don't like how that looks. I don't like the color. I don't like this. And if I don't know something, I literally will Google it or YouTube it. And most of the stuff that I've, I I learned technically was from YouTube. So I okay. I say now that I, I'm a full sale graduate and a YouTube graduate because I went to YouTube University. And uh, YouTube is the best, is the best. I looked at YouTube for around when I was like in high school and all. I would have had like I would have had straight A's across the board. Yeah, like it's it's a lot of things that um, full sell as an online student. Um, it was hard because I wasn't on campus. So there's certain things that they would, you know, teach you and they wouldn't that you would get on mm-hmm. campus. So I had to, yeah. you know, go to YouTube and learn certain things, and then I put it on there, and they're like, well, we didn't teach you that. I know. I learned from YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. I think so, I think that that's valuable in the entertainment industry as a whole anyway, because there, I don't think there's any way for any program to fully educate you on all the nuances of everything. Like you can't go to an acting school and learn everything that you need. You can't go to a modeling school and learn everything that you need. Like going to like a film school like you did, like they can teach you the technical stuff, but there are still things that like you have to figure out and learn on your own. Like you can't learn everything in a classroom. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, I have to say for those, it's always good to get your education, but I'm going to be straight raw. (laughs) About it, um, the, if you're trying to be a producer in a film or a screenwriter or, uh, like me, I'm a film and I'm an independent filmmaker, as I call myself. And okay. um, if you're trying to get in behind the scenes, they will literally tell you, <laughs> like, they don't care for a lot of students. Mm-hmm. They don't care for college um, film students because their 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 thinking is just like the professor, and they've never been on a real set. They've been on school sets, not a real yeah. set, and they don't know the chaos. But you learn mm-hmm. quicker when you're on a real set. So when you learn at school, you be like, okay, wait, I moved faster when I was on a real set, and I learned quicker. But now I'm in class. I'm bored out of my mind. Like what are you teaching yeah. me? <laughs> They're teaching you fundamental yeah. stuff. So yeah, I think I mean you, you definitely need to learn the fundamentals, like how to like see the light and how to use the camera and how to mm-hmm. like. But, but you can't teach human interaction in a classroom. Like I, I mean, I graduated with a, a degree in English, and I use none of the stuff that I learned. I mean, it sounds crazy, but like you don't. I think college, college in general is there to help you formulate certain ways of thinking, but it doesn't give you mm-hmm. the practical knowledge. Unless you're like you're a chemical engineer or something like that, where you're like actually like right. learning how to put the things together. Like, again, school is so valuable. Like, I think that, like, we had um, a workshop on Friday, last Friday, with um, Thomas G. Waits, and his workshop was hands-on, so I think, like, that was really valuable, like, for acting. Like, he helped a couple people 
like really develop their monologues in a way that they didn't before. But a couple of these kids had gone, had been working with professional acting coaches. And what he did, wow. it was it was like it was almost like they were on set, and he was the produ- he was like the director and the producer, and he was like, okay, this is good, but this is what I need from you. And I think that's a really good comparison for film school too, because like they knew the rote, they knew how to memorize and all of that, but being on, but working with him taught them when to pause properly, how what the inflection of their voice should be and like how to visualize and bring emotion in. And I imagine it's the same thing with film school. Like they teach you like, okay, this is how you'd use this piece of equipment and this is how you should see those. But once you're on set, then you have to bring it all together and and make it a 3d model instead of like a 2d or 1d model. Yes. Yes. That's how it is. (laughs) That's awesome. Very cool. So, So you are an independent filmmaker who does all of these other things on the side. Like, what are you working on now that, um, what are you working on now? Um, I currently, um, I was, uh, helping a friend out on um, a web series. She wanted me to be, uh, the, um, assistant director, but that has been pushed back. But, um, right now I'm currently editing, um, a softball highlight, um, my niece' uh, softball team is undefeated, and um, they just won awesome. their tournament. Yeah, they, yeah, they just won their tournament, and um, it's awesome that they did. And in their division, that I guess that's the first time ever to be straight undefeated, wow. even doing the tournament, like no losses. So wow! Uh, and it's the coaches um, last season, so. I had interviewed the girls to, you know, talk to them about their coach and stuff like that. So they're excited that I'm doing this because they saw me with my camera and they're like, oh, can you do this for us? <laughs> so now I'm getting a lot of parents, you know, parents, hey, can you come to my daughter's game? Can you come to my daughter's basketball game? Do you have a card? Like it's clientele. I'm building Thanks. clientele now. Um, with that, and I'm like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. But wait a minute, I gotta get done with one project, and then we're talking <laughs> about business. Um, so I have that, yeah. and then I'm working on a poet, um, a poet's uh, video short film. So yeah, very cool. So are you going to LA in June? Oh yes, yes. So I can't wait to meet you. Like I told you when we did the pre-interview, it's like there are certain people I talk to and I'm like, okay, you know, this person's going to be cool. And then there are people I'm like, I need to meet you and I have to wait seven months. That is just not fair. So I'm so excited <laughs> that you're going to be there with us. So what are you looking yes. forward to about the event? Ooh, I'm looking forward to just get as, a lot of information, connect, network, and just be me, basically. Um, that's 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 what I look for is to be me oh. and to um, increase my gifts and talent. Awesome. Um, Very cool. It's, it's well, never can... it's never oh it's never too old to learn more and to uh, increase everything about you, your abilities, your skills to go to the next uh, level. So, Well, I can make an absolute guarantee 
that you will meet all of those expectations. They will be so far exceeded that when we have do our post um, Hollywood interview, you're going to be like Denise. I had no idea. I my expectations <laughs> were this high, but oh my gosh! And I'll be like, yeah, I know. I told you it was awesome. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. So Sierra, I I'm just so want to thank you so much for um, taking the time on a Friday when you have like nine thousand other things to do to talk to me. I really look forward to meeting you in Los Angeles. And, yeah, thank you. Again, thank you so much just for um, giving me the opportunity. And thank you so much for sharing the hard part of your story as well as the easier parts of your story because I think the hard part of of your story is something that you think it's out there, but people are still kind of pretending it's not. So I just I really want to thank you for sharing that part of your story. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, anytime. I'm always willing to open up about my my life story and my journey, and I'm still on the journey. Um, So, yeah. Well, well, I'm certain that I'm going to be talking to you very soon, and we have to wrap up. This 30 minutes was awesome. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you soon, okay? All right. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the VIP Ignite podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today or you learned something, please make sure that you hit subscribe. We can be found on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you are interested in getting qualified to go to the event in Hollywood in June, please make sure you visit our website at ammsociety.com. There you can get registered for our next live webinar, and we can see if we can get you qualified to go to Los Angeles. As always, thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic day.